nutritionist. I'm a weight loss coach and registered dietitian that knows exactly how to help you lose 10, 20, 30, or more pounds all while having fun. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women from around the world look and feel amazing by following my proven framework. Hey babes, and welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. Today, you babes are in for a treat because real talk in my direct messages, the amount of times I have gotten questions about physical activity, how many calories you think you need to be adding back to achieve your weight loss goals without feeling starving, and just all things calorie burning goodness. I am here to clear up the air, make it wicked clear for you guys, and help you actually understand how many calories and how active you need to be for your weight loss goals. So let's dive right in. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about exercise and what you should be doing, calculating your needs, how often you should be exercising, all things calorie burning. So to really kick off this episode on the right foot, the first thing I want to talk about is the different types of exercise. Because when women join my small group coaching program, sometimes we just assume physical activity means getting your ass to the gym. It means starting a strength training routine, having a personal trainer, going to your perfect little private gym where real talk being active throughout the day and living an active, healthy lifestyle is sometimes the missing piece when it comes to weight loss. So really in sorority nutritionist weight loss, I like to group exercise into two different categories. And depending on where you're at on your journey, whether you're a beginning babe or you're a hustling hottie, whether you want to lose your first 10 pounds on your 50 pound weight loss journey, or maybe you're trying to lose that last five to 10 pounds focusing on fat loss, my recommendations will change for you. So when it comes to exercise, there are two different categories. There is more purpose Purposeful exercise that is planned and intentional. And there is unpurposeful exercise that is really just exercise that's not planned and just more about your lifestyle and you know, other things you do in your life. So when it comes to purposeful exercise, that is what nine times out of 10, you're probably thinking of. That's when you get off of your routine. You're not as active. Coronavirus hit. You're not going to your F45 or Orange Theory classes anymore. And you're like, shit, I'm not going to the gym. I'm not active. And you know, going to the gym, having a structured routine is super important. It's very important when you enter your your last 10 pound range and you're focusing on fat loss and toning up your body. However, I have clients that even tone up and see amazing, amazing body transformations and lose weight without being so intentional about their purposeful and intentional exercise. Sometimes that unpurposeful and you know unplanned exercise when it comes to walking farther because you parked farther away for the grocery store or taking the stairs when you have the opportunity or trying to get in your steps. I mean, you guys know what direction I'm heading in with this. Unplanned exercise is wildly, wildly important for your weight loss goals. And it really does add up. Part of unplanned and unpurposeful exercises, I'm kind of interchanging those words for you guys. There's something called NEAT. NEAT basically stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It basically is a fancy freaking word that describes the energy you burn essentially in your body with everything you do that isn't sleeping or, you know, sports like exercise or eating. And this can really range from, you know, work to typing to moving your arms like I do on my Instagram story, performing yard work or gardening or grocery shopping, any sort of fidgeting that you might be doing. And so neat is something the more we can try to control aspects of our unplanned exercise and live a more active lifestyle, the better it is and more calories you burn for weight loss. Now, the tricky thing on your journey is knowing what type of exercise you should prioritize at what point. 
Now, I always like to refer to step one of my method. You have to get your calories in check. What this means is you have to be very strategic about eating less than what it takes to maintain your weight. I often throw out the numbers 300 to 400. It's a really great calorie deficit is what we call it to start. However, you know we have to really get our diet in place and eat the proper portions of food and walk through the three-step method that I teach my clients before we go super, super ham and crazy with this exercise piece. But I will say once you get calorie tracking consistently and maybe you're seeing a little bit of weight loss and you're ready for this next challenge, that is when I typically like to recommend first being strategic with your steps. What this means is trying to get more active throughout the day. Like I said, working farther away, taking the stairs, all things so we can increase your steps, maybe from 2,000 to 5,000 steps, you sitting on your butt all day, working, not being very active, to maybe trying to hit 7, 8, 10K steps, depending on where you're at. But setting small goals just to get a little bit more active throughout the day, or maybe not even having a step goal, but just trying to move your body more and saying, I'm going to go on a walk 15 minutes on my lunch break. I'm going to take this phone call with a friend. All those things really help you with your calorie burn and help you once again adhere to the proper calorie range and get you in a deficit, especially if you're not seeing as much weight loss as you would like. Maybe you're losing 0.5 per week consistently and you want to you know, be a little bit more aggressive. Maybe it's time to really do this exercise component. Then from there comes in the purposeful exercise. There's definitely a point when you almost max yourself out with the walking and the active lifestyle where we want to actually begin thinking of your gym routine, honey. So that is when it's really important to get a little more strategic. Now at the sorority nutritionist, I kind of classify all of my clients into two different categories, depending on their goals. Now we think about weight loss and fat loss a lot and kind of compare both of those. But really when it comes to fitness, you really have to decide once you get your steps in check, if you're more of a beginner babe and you're really new to your journey, you're just starting off, or if you're more advanced. One of the most common questions I get from clients and also just from you babes that follow the sorority nutritionist on Instagram and you know really are trying to live a healthy fit babe lifestyle is how often you should exercise and what that looks like. So if you are beginning your journey, I would definitely recommend starting off small, even going one or two times a week and trying to do more planned structured exercise in addition to the walking is freaking fantastic. What I do inside my coaching program is I actually have a 12-week workout plan and we call the first six weeks beginner babe, the second six weeks hustle and hotties. For those first few weeks, you know, if you can work out three to four times a week, if you're a beginner babe and do that while trying to hit 10K steps, in addition to managing the calories and the whole diet component of things, you are in a really good place. If you could maybe do an upper body day, a lower body day, a total body day, and maybe a day of cardio, that is awesome exercise. That's what my clients personally do. However, I like to always promote any exercise is damn better than no exercise, honey. The more we can get your body moving, the more helpful it is for you to break class plateaus. And most importantly, we can get you doing body weight exercises in lifting weights. You're going to prevent yourself more from plateauing and also change your body composition which is a perfect segue into more advanced women in my coaching programs that are trying to lose fat, that are trying to tone up their bodies and really get a snatched core and get those strong, sexy arms and look amazing in their wedding dresses or whatever the hell is going on. That is when you want to think about strength training. What I have my clients do when they are more of an advanced hustle and hottie type of situation, we tend to do about four to five days a week of exercise in addition to the purposeful, active, healthy lifestyle while once again, hitting the proper calories. And we really focus on strength strength training, trying to hit, you know, upper body two days, lower body two days, maybe a cardio day in there. I have a Peloton bike. I like doing those quick little Tabata rides, just small things in addition to four to five days a week of solid weight training and hit based exercise, hit standing for high intensity interval training. 
And this is really my general recommendations. However, it really depends on your lifestyle and what's going to work for you. All things we customize as a store nutritionist, but a really great place to start is three to four times a week when you're first beginning, trying to commit yourself to it, you know, trying to get more active in the gym. And then when you are more advanced, you know, you may want to increase how often you are doing your strength training and challenging yourself, which is super important. Now, switching gears for you, babes, one of the most common questions I also get is about determining your activity level. So from day one at the sorority nutritionist, we calculate your calorie needs. We figure out how many calories you need at rest, how many calories you need to maintain your weight. And then most of all, the most important of them all, that calorie range for weight loss is that final step, which is so important that we try to aim to hit weekly. And once we get that in the bag, then we're smooth sailing and you know we're continuing on and seeing progress. Now, I actually covered this in my last solo podcast episode. You guys can look it up. It's about calorie needs for weight loss. I talked about the different calorie needs, the weight loss range, the maintenance range, all that stuff. Now, something my clients often experience is when you are calculating your calorie needs, how to determine your activity level. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a question from a client or a fit babe out there who's doing this on her own, who is wondering about how many calories she should be adding back because she is starting to exercise more. Maybe she's more hungry or whatnot. At the sorority nutritionist, when we do calculate your needs, there are different activity levels that you can actually use and try to put yourself within two. So those activity levels are basically sedentary, lightly active, moderately active, very active, and extra active. Now, if you have seen, even on my fitness pal, when you first join and they, you know, calculate your needs for you, which real talk, I'm not a big fan of, but it works for some women. Those calorie needs, oftentimes they ask you about your physical activity and then determine it. So there's really two trajectories that you can go down when you're thinking about your exercise and how to kind of factor that into the weight loss range you want to hit per week. There are two different ways we do it here. The first way would be if your activity, maybe you're hustling hottie, maybe some days you're really burning a lot of calories, you're doing an orange theory class, you're like, oh my God, I am working really hard and you get very hungry versus sometimes you're off days, maybe you're really busy, you're traveling for work, you have a big case that you're working on and you're sitting on your ass all day, dare I say it. You may want on days versus off days. Where off days, you're hitting a lower calorie range and then on days, you're hitting a higher calorie range to account for how much you are burning in your day. That is the more advanced method that honestly I don't do for women off the bat. What happens for most women who join my program is we actually begin in a range. I always work in ranges. I never just give someone exactly 1,500 or 1,700 calories to hit. I always work in a range because there's a range of calories that if you can hit and put yourself in a deficit and eat less than what you burn, you're doing awesome whether you're on the little bit of the higher end or lower end of it. And it makes it mentally so much easier for you. So it typically happens for the trajectory of most fit babes is they begin coaching. They, you know, maybe aren't super focusing on exercise or really trying to get that diet right. They have a range and they're hitting it. Then when they start to increase their steps or add an activity, they may notice they're going to a little bit higher of that range because they're getting more hungry and they're practicing intuitive and mindful eating and going off of how they feel which is all freaking fantastic. With that being said, that's where, you know, you may not need on days versus off days if you're in within that range and you're feeling really good. And in addition, the calorie needs we calculate and bring it back to the sedentary, lightly active, moderately, very and extra active categories. Those numbers and those words that I'm saying go into the calorie calculation equations on many of these apps and through like the various, you know, scientific equations I use for my clients to determine your calorie needs, all these estimated equations. So oftentimes we almost overcomplicate it where it's more about choosing your calorie range and your physical activity level from the get-go 
And then trying to hit that weight loss range instead of feeling like you need on days versus off days, depending on kind of where you're at. Now, one of the biggest mistakes I see when calculating your calorie needs and using these activity levels is overestimating your damn exercise. And this actually is a perfect segue into calorie tracking and calorie burn calculators and even just like the good old Apple Watch. You know, I'm wearing an Apple Watch as we speak. I always see how much I burn in class or whatnot. But one of the biggest issues I see in the weight loss sphere and with women you know, wanting to lose weight is really overestimating exercise. As a culture, I think we all overestimate exercise. But really, really specifically, what I see as a massive mistake is thinking we are more active than what we are. Research shows this. Our calorie trackers and our Apple watches even show this when we have studied them. We know fitness wearables are not accurate. And especially when we are calculating our calories, this is why I always go the more conservative route because you can always add calories back. And that's where using the feedback of how you feel is so crucial along with calorie tracking. It's never just about the numbers. It's about also how you feel because these are estimated equations. But you know, if you're doing the good old fashioned way that my clients calculate their needs in my program, in addition to kind of how I approve their numbers, you may want to choose sedentary if you're not very active. And maybe you go on a few walks per week, but I would still put you in that more sedentary category. For lightly active and moderately active, those are common categories I have my clients hit depending on how active they are in terms of their activity. Those would be numbers and markers of physical activity that we would use when calculating their needs. I have to be honest, I usually rarely do very active and extra active for calorie calculations, just based upon a lot of the women that I work with. And I think especially like if you are extra active and you really are working out a lot, oftentimes I want you to actually cut down on it and focus on the calorie intake component of things and how much you're actually consuming in your portions. Because if you're so super active and you're not losing weight, that can also be part of the problem. We need to reverse it. I always like to say food first, exercise second, and that's what's going to result in that weight loss for you. Moral of the story, don't go super crazy with how many freaking calories you think you're burning in exercise. Oftentimes they are overestimating and you are going to set yourself up for failure. And not to mention just because your Apple Watch says 500 calories doesn't mean mentally you have to eat 500 calories back. Oftentimes you might not even be hungry for those 500 calories proving how you actually didn't need that much added back. You always have to go off of how you feel. And if there's one thing I can leave you babes with, exercise should be done to enhance you sticking to your diet, should enhance the body composition changes, aka losing fat and gaining muscle and the transformation you want in your body. Calorie burn should not be the focus with exercise. Yes, calorie burning can help you get in a deficit. It can help you be more active. It can really help your metabolism and this whole weight loss equation. But I think we need to give back the power to food and take away the power from exercise. We really, really need to be focusing on the food component of things and use exercise to enhance our fat loss goals. Looking to lose 10, 20, or 30 pounds? You are not alone. I've transformed women to become fit babes all around the world with my proven method. Apply for my group coaching program at thesororitynutritionist.com.